episode 253. Thank you all for listening to episode 252, Dark Side of the Peapod. I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. Uh, baby Bear today. Baby Bear, and returning for the first time in nine months since episode 178, ironically Dark Side of the Dream, Mr. Wes Anderson himself. What's up, fellas? Oh, God. And, and so the fun stat I have for you is beside myself, Wes, you are the only other person that's been on every episode of this show <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. Because oh, you, okay. you, do the, you do the music for the show. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I'm like, damn, Bear hasn't been on all of them. I have. And I was like, hey, Wes has been on every show. <laughs> now that I think about it. It's my podcast now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the chief now. Yeah. I'm the chief now. It's, so it's over the West. That's what we're going to call it. Or West in line, Wes Anderson show, whatever we got to call it, it works. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought about that and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, because uh, Moments in Time has been our song for since episode one. Uh, for the sport and then just recently when you came out with mine quarantine I, that's my favorite song Wes that you do I oh love thanks it. It, it is so damn good I listen to it often I think it was like my number on Spotify was the number four song that I listened to all right so I was like sweet hell yeah yeah dude and <clears throat> I know you had people that liked it a lot and I mean it's my favorite I don't know what it is it's got to be just everything you did with it so ironically you know I asked you I said hey can we use that for the wrestling show to kind of differentiate even more okay. our sports show and our wrestling so now we use mind quarantine to open and close the wrestling show nice. and and when um Cody usually is the last person to end the show and he'll say something and then it cuts right to you saying rise and then nice. it goes into the end so you actually are now you say something in every show, in every wrestling show, we get the rise in there. Because I didn't know that was you until you told me. Yeah. I was like, what, what, what's being said? You're like, oh, that's me saying rise. I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, I ch- channeled my inner John Davis from Corn on that one. <laughs> Dude, that was <laughs> – it was freaking awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I, I still love you. that. I love all your music and and that song. I don't know. Something about that song just speaks to me. And Moments in Time, of course, has a special place in my heart just because you allowed us to use that for this show. And and then Mind Quarantine. I don't know what it is, man. It's just so, so fucking good. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be involved so consistently with both of you guys' podcasts. <laughs> oh, dude, I love it. And then um, I, I did want you to talk about, because I don't think we had you I don't think we, yeah, Red Cup Dub came out after. Yeah, because I asked you if I could use that. And then can I just want you to tell us about that. And then, of course, you had a remix done. So if you could tell us a little bit about that, dude, I was I was very happy for you, but I'll let you tell that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, like, uh, Mind Quarantine was the song that you guys last used, which was came out in late spring uh, or late April. And then uh, Red Cup Dub was, like, my summer single. Uh, I, I just wanted to go for like a real party vibe uh on that one so yeah i got mayday uh who did the two of the rap verses they're on tech nines record label strange music and then uh, a local guy finally collaborated with someone local trey miller he did the hook and then the the outro verse um so yeah that that's been my most successful song i've released so far in terms of uh song saves uh downloads shazams streams all that shit um and i've always wanted to do a remix of one of my songs just because i i 
think it's a creative way to get in front of a new audience that you wouldn't normally do. And it's, I've seen it work for a lot of artists to like get a big break doing it that way. And um, so I was really going to go more in like the reggae dub direction. Cause like to play off the song title, red cup dub and no one freaking got back to me. So I was about to just give up and start working on the next single. And then um, I saw 311's bassist Peanut reshare a post of him in the studio with DJ Lethal from Limp Biscuit and House of Pain. I was like, what the hell are those guys doing together? Like, so I started looking up DJ Lethal and seeing what the hell he was doing. And looks like he's been busy in this. He was busy in the studio last year during quarantine. And I saw on his Insta, on his Instagram, he had a, a link to his email address. So I was like, fuck it. One last Hail Mary. See what happens. If it, nothing works out, I'm just going to work on the next single. I tried, didn't work out maybe another time. And uh, he got back to me like within an hour or two. And we talked on the phone that day. And then like two weeks later, I had the freaking remix from, from DJ Lethal. And like, you know, we, we've been we don't keep in touch like super often, but like I have his phone number, like we text every now and then, like I hit him up with the Deftones record came out last year. Cause I knew Limp Biscuit and Deftones used to tour all the time. And he was like, he's like, dude, that's my favorite band. And oh, just awesome. like, just like what the fuck is life right now? I'm FaceTiming with DJ Leo. <laughs> dude. And, and, but that just goes to show you for many people. And like, I always try to tell people exactly what you said there. You don't know unless you, if, unless you ask, I, yeah yeah totally what's the worst they could do not respond say no, say no. that's yeah. it and dude that i i didn't know the story behind it but dude that's fucking awesome like, just <laughs> yeah, to get was... that done it because i remember you announced it i was so happy for you i was like holy fuck dj lethal's about to remix his stuff that's yeah fucking amazing he was he was one of the most professional dudes that have hopped on one of my collaborations in some way like like turnaround time was on point like um I got to do contracts now because, you know, the songs are starting to get up there in streams and I'm, you know, trying to get some return on my investment in these songs eventually. So I need to have my, my business side of things airtight and everything, like everything with lethal was like super pro, but in hindsight, I guess it's not super surprising when, you know, you don't attain a level of success like he's had. If you're just, you know, some bum, if, if you don't have your shit together a little bit, you know? So and you got to be, I mean, like you said, one Hail Mary, and yeah. he got back to you quickly, and you're like, holy shit. And it was yeah. a good, good remix. Yeah, when I heard that beat, I was like, oh, my fucking God, this is this is it. This is the one. <laughs> and he was, like, all stoked about it. He's, like, texting me, like, all caps, like, this is a future shit, bro. Like, this is, you know, he, I could tell he was really excited about it, too, which made me even happier. Um but yeah, that was that was a good day, and that was like last summer. I was just it was just a normal day. I was you know working, went to work, and had no idea I'd end the day with work, uh, talking on the phone with DJ Lethal, and just you know just you know I, I had to sort of like cut myself back from just talking his ear off because I just had I have so many questions for him. I still do, and I yes. tried to get I tried to get him on my my podcast, meet the collaborators, and he said he was down. Uh, we had a date and then like just couldn't get a hold of him. And he, I don't know if he was like out of the country or like went off the grid because he wasn't posting anything for like weeks and weeks. So like, you know, I hope he was okay. Maybe he got sick or something with COVID, but hopefully, I mean, I'd love to still do a podcast with him, but uh, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. 
Yeah, it's better than, you know, your your local high school graduate that you graduated with, you know, in his podcast. He's he's nothing. He's a piece of shit. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> these, no, are, I, these are the fun these are the fun ones cuz like it's no pressure and like when what I started doing last year uh was doing the live stream for the podcast episodes. Yeah, um, dude, I saw which, that. That's a lot yeah, of pressure. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a little nerve-wracking for sure. So like I, I definitely had some like vodka Gatorade in my my one cup. I was sipping up. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, with, like, connection issues and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. But uh, it, it's fun that way, too. Because then when, once it's done, like, it's done. Like, yeah, you know, if it sucks ass, you can just pull it from your socials. But if it's good enough, you know, that's all you got to do. And that's uh, – we haven't done any video yet. We've talked about it. Like, I have it every time that uh, we do these shows. I have the recording of us live. But, um, you know, we don't do anything with it because we're like, ah, no, there's no reason for us to do it yet. And because we just do the audio, you know, in a podcast, someday we'll probably do some live stuff. We just got to find the right, the right time to do it and the right episode to do it. And, um, you know, we're going to do actually a watch along next week, which we haven't talked about yet, but we're going to do that. And I would love, I'm like, you know, that'd be cool to watch live, but I'd want them to be able to see what we're watching too at the same time. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those in a shared screen. Like you said, my connection Sometimes randomly because the, the kid will stream or the wife streams or they all start streaming and then I'll get booted from my own show. And yeah. so, you know, Bear takes over. They know when I get kicked. He's like, oh, he's gone again. And it usually happens. It used to happen like once a week. Now, fortunately, it's about once a month. But I'm like, God, so I got to walk out, tell the kid, like, what are you streaming? What are you doing? And then it logs me back in. So that's like you said, my fear is if they see it live, they're going to like, well, where the hell did he go? <laughs> and yeah. then I return. Yep. Definitely. So um, we'll get into our spiel. We got a, a I don't want to say a jam packed show, but we're going to have a lot of stuff. And uh, but I'll go through my normal spiel. So thank you to Wes Anderson, A, for being here and for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Still the same, I hope. Yep. <laughs> I hope that's all still the same because I know it got changed on me at one point. Um, thanks to All Work Clothing. Check Brandon out, allworkclothing.com. He can help you with all of your clothing needs. It can be coats, hats, shoes, koozies, jerseys, flags, stickers. you need, he can help you out. Mention Overline Sports Podcast. He will hook you up with a discount. And we actually have some uh, some new some new hoodies coming, some new swag. Yeah, Wes, what, what size are you, man? I want to send you I, a hoodie. Oh, sick. Uh, I'm large. Sweet. I'll make sure I get you one. It's uh, you'll actually like it. So we have this. I don't know if you're able to see it. We actually have this uh, this OTL, and I'll have to find it. I think I sent it to Jeremy, but it's our our logo. But uh, we had it done on on like an NWO logo, kind of in honor nice. of you know, the NWO. So it's it says OTL, and then it says Over the Line Sports Podcast, and kind of the NWO looking item. So and he did a great job. So Brandon and All Work Clothing does an amazing job and anything we need. He always helps us out. And actually, here you go. I'm going to share my screen so I can show you this. And it's actually, so it's on a black shirt or a black hoodie with a white background. So reverse of this, but you'll be able to see what we got. So that's what it looks like. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he, he hooked it up, changed it a little bit, you know, so we don't copy WWE or any of that other shit. So he hooked it up though. And as you can see there, so it'll be a black hoodie with a white background. We'll have, yeah, yeah. I, I dig that. So I'll rock yeah, that. Thank you. Cause we thank you for being on the show. So I'm like, 
cool. He's always got those stories, and we'll get into the wrestling show later because we do have some questions about that jacket, and uh, so we want to get into that. (laughs) Um, Also, go ahead. I was going to say, if I haven't yet, I'll I'll mail you out some of my shirts. Oh hell yeah, we'll take those. Yeah, I know my kid. He loves he loves uh, he loves your stuff because he's got the he's got the one shirt you sent. Okay, yeah, the stickers. Nice, nice, yeah. With Aki Bop. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I'll I'll send you guys uh, some adult sizes. Oh hell yeah, take that, and um, we appreciate that. We also got to thank. You'll be familiar with this guy, Wes Sean Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give him oh, a yeah. call four one nine seven zero four five four seven one. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas, and not Baltimore, Maryland. There we go. <laughs> does not serve Baltimore, Maryland. Unless he does, Wes. Have you seen him out uh, there? I don't know if there's even grass here. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, he's so Sean can help you out. Uh, right now, I mean, we had some snow hit the ground. He might have been out plowing today. Who knows? Or shoveling some walks. I know there was some ice. He may have been putting down salt. But he is, I know, pretty much gearing up for what he hopes to be a winter, so that he can do some plowing for people. He's still doing some landscape design and getting ready for the spring. And you can get set up with a contract with him for spring mowing. Again, get in, in touch with him four one nine seven zero four five four seven one. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. For those uh, singles out there having some troubles finding the person of their dreams, or maybe just having confidence problems talking to the opposite sex. Make sure you reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. Get in there for a consultation. Get on FaceTime, Zoom, Microsoft Teams, any way to stream, even over the phone, old school style. Connell Barrett will make sure to help you out and get a good consultation out there and give you a little bit of what he can do to build that confidence in the dating game. Also, finally, finally got the book information. Um, Dating sucks, but you don't. The Modern Guy's Guide to Total Confidence, Romantic Connection, Finding the Perfect Partner, will be out May 11th, 2021. Um, It will be going on sale, Amazon pre-sale, February 15th. So that is the date. You can pre-sale this February 15th. Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't, The Modern Guy's Guide to Total Confidence, Romantic Connection, and Finding the Perfect Partner. So make sure you check that out February 15th. Also, though, reach or get to datingtransformation.com and hit up Connell Barrett there. So we finally have a title. That was a long ass title. Did uh <laughs> I was like, it, but I like it. it. Dating sucks, but you title. don't. Really, it's it's dating sucks, but you don't, right? That's the that's yeah, I like I like that. Thing. That's the hook. That's the hook, what, and then obviously, you know, get a, get in a little bit of uh, exactly what he's going to sell you in this book. That's what I think I'm going to name this episode. This podcast sucks, but you don't. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Luckily, since I have the uh, – I like that. Luckily, since I have the inside track, um, I don't know exactly when, but I will be getting a copy earlier than anybody else. So I'll be able to read it and uh, plug a couple sections or a couple little articles or chapters or anything in there as we go. Um, to see if we can get people to buy it. But when it does come out, I will be buying some copies to uh, go ahead and uh, get out to some of our folks, some of our listeners, and maybe even some of my friends who are still single. Well, um, <laughs> like, are we talking about the, uh, the, the wands of the world? <laughs> the wands, the Knicks. Well, uh, let's see. Wes actually knows Juan too. So, <laughs> Avalar? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was my locker. <laughs> that was my locker buddy. Yeah, it does make sense. That actually, and actually, sense. he's not single. Funny enough, but it's still still fair. I'll, I think he still I'll, needs that book. I'll see, help in his relationship. I'll see if I can get the Spanish version for get him. Get it, Juan. <laughs> get it, Juan. Oh gosh, the it's uh, <laughs> fantastic. So PGA, we're going to talk about PGA first. Bear, do you just want to tell us what happened at the Sony Open? Uh, yeah, so the Sony Open was um, really good tournament, high scoring or low scoring, I guess, however you want to put it. Uh, Kevin Na ended up winning at 21 under. Um, a really awesome third round by a few guys. A couple guys shot 61 in the third round, but uh, Kevin Na, his 61 really pushed him up the leaderboard. And um, really, I mean, the only thing, and being as selfish as I am, is uh, pushed me to $500 on DraftKings, which was fantastic. Oh, dude, that was that was awesome, by the way. She Shocking, shockingly enough, um, my biggest DraftKings hit ever. Um, <laughs> I don't know how. Um, but, yeah, that was really cool. It was a PGA third-round showdown, and I had both of the guys that shot 61 and two other guys that shot 64, uh, another guy that shot 65 and then 67. So ended up winning by three points on that. And that was really cool because I lost all the rest of my money at the casino. Um, well, but <laughs> so I broke even. Um, so over here. this week um, is the American Express, which has always been like the uh, kind of like the, the Pebble Beach sort of deal where it's the, um, the charity tournament. Celebrities would come out and play. Obviously, with COVID being in California, this is not happening this year. It's not even at Pebble Beach or their three courses that they normally play. There'll be no celebrities. Um, so a little bit disappointing. So it's just kind of like a regular golf tournament this week. Um, it is at two different courses, which is the uh, PGA, PGA West Stadium course and the uh, Nicholas course out in, I think it's La Quinta, California. So a little different. Um, last year, they played at a different place, so you can't even really go back. But Andrew Landry won it last year, if anyone cares. Um, but it was a different course. And like you said, it's a whole different atmosphere when there's celebrities, sports stars, everybody there. Um, so this one is just a, a, I hate to say it, but just a normal golf tournament. Oh, my God. Is, that, is this real right now? Looks like Grizzly Adams. Grizzlies did have a beer. You, you, you're alive. We haven't no. seen him in weeks. Dude, I have the flu. Uh, Why are you here? Because I haven't come on in the last few weeks. Uh, I just woke up. Oh, there you go. Well, Wes is here, so I hope you don't ruin our wonderful show with Wes Anderson. But, uh, I won't. We're just What's talking up, golf. <laughs> so. Uh, Jake, now that he's back, has not made picks in two weeks, so he got two, did not finish, <laughs> missed cuts, for, and we shouldn't even uh, do any. But it's okay. Give me, give me last place, I'll come back and win. Still got a chance to come back. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you definitely do, because the average is you're at 58 and a half and haven't even picked, and Cody's at 52, and he's picked twice. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Yeah, but That's we're all really doing sad. pretty – we're all not really doing great. I mean, dub one, and then he missed the cut. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're 31 and 32. So, Go 31 and a half. this week. Yeah, we are. All right, so we know Cam Champ. Dub's taking Cam Champ this week. Let's unveil who but, Bear is taking um, this week. Sam Burns, um, guy who hasn't played since – uh, I think it was November, like, 15th or something like that in Malaysia was the last time he played. Um, so I'm hoping he's not rusty, but um, a lot of people are calling for a Sam Burns breakout year. 
top 25 in T to green average, which usually means that you're a pretty good golfer had five top tens last year. Um, and I think only four missed cuts. So a lot of folks think that he's the, he's the guy that's going to be the breakout kind of star this year that no one really knows. So we'll see if he can do it this week in his first tournament of the year. So, um, that'll be good since it, my guy, we definitely did not take the same guy. I, I knew we wouldn't. <laughs> uh, we did not. I am taking Matthew Wolf this week. Not a bad I feel. I feel decent in this pick. He was middle of the road. He's like coming off at 28 or 29 to one or some shit like that. I'm like, all right, just try to get me in the top fucking 20. <laughs> Cause I finished, you know, 17th and 62nd. Yeah. What a bust that Cam Smith was. Wasn't he the defending champ too? He was. Um, and I, I, I mean, he didn't have like a bad round. It's just, there's a lot of guys out there who just played really well. I mean, I think he, let's see. I mean, yeah, he shot 67, 66, 68, 71 and finished 62nd. So <laughs> what does that tell you? You know, yeah. you had to, you had to go really low to, you had to go really low to, um, you know, be up there this week or last week, I should say. Oh man. And Cody will be on. Well, he'll give us his pick. Parrot, you haven't picked in weeks. What are you picking? Yeah, I'm looking. I just looked it up. They're at uh, the American Express, right? Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Give me uh, give me Cantley. We'll start the year off with Mr. Patrick. Perfect. Not and bad. then our celebrity picker for the week, Wes Anderson. Who are we taking this week? Yeah, so I'm a little out of the loop when it comes to golf. I actually <laughs> looked up the top 30 golfers right now on uh, Google before this call. So, uh, I like it. Is uh, Mc, Mc, Rory, Rory playing in this tournament? I do not think so. That's who, was, that's who I was going to go with. <laughs> I would, uh, let me – can I pull up my uh... – You can look up PGA predictions. You got all these things you can check out, and they'll tell you right away who you think it'll be. Um... Let me see if I can pull the – I'm just exiting full screen. All right, let's see here. Dustin Johnson. Also, did, not sure if he's playing this week. I don't think he is either. I think um, Cantlay's the heavy favorite. Patrick Reed's playing. Brooks Kepka, Scotty Shuffler, Tony Finau, Sung J.M. Yep. Uh, what about Xander Shuffler? Nope, he's not playing either. <laughs> kind of a tournament is this? <laughs> Sung, Beginning Sung. of the year tournament. Uh, do you say Sung J is playing? Sung J M is playing. All right, I'll take him. All right, Sung J. I think I took Sung J. It's this uh, thing. Well, I, it's hidden. I can't check. I'm pretty sure I took him last year. So Wes, you got to pick. We'll see. We'll see how Wes does. Come back. He'll all probably right. beat all of us. That's usually what happens. Our guests usually beat us. 
uh, it, we just we set it up that way. That's how it worked. We know that Sam Burns and Matt Wolf are going to miss the cut, and Sung Jam is going to finish top ten. That's just how it happens every week. I mean, it's it's like the the fantasy football effect. It's like the people that do the auto draft or the people that don't even fucking manage their weekly rosters are the ones that usually end up taking the league. Yep. Yep. Bullshit. Well, fortunately, because who who won ours this year? Oh, R. Kelly did. He beat Cody, and then you and me were third and fourth, uh, me and Bear. So, I mean, that's how it worked. But it did shake out how it should have outside of R. Kelly winning because he was six and seven. But me, Bear, and Cody were the top three teams in the league, I mean, the entire year. and But we finished second, third, and fourth. So we don't even – none of us win, which is a crock of shit. Yep. <laughs> Gotta that's love it. how it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always bullshit. But – you know, it is, it is what it is. We keep coming back every year. So, you know, we yep. learn nothing. Yes, no, absolutely. I love, the, I love the pain. There's nothing better. <laughs> That's right. So Wes, uh, we got to, I'll share, we'll focus on NHL. Now we got to go into NHL, but you will be able to see here who our picks were for NHL and Jake, you still got to give us yours yet too. So we'll All make right. sure we get Jake's as well. Yeah. Give me five minutes. You put that together. Okay. Well, you don't have five minutes. Good luck oh. with finding out who you want to win. You could check it out. But, Wes, um, so just to kind of recap for people, and we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the NHL right now because I have not – honestly, I think the uh, my my good old Penguins, they lost two in the opening to the Flyers, and then they just beat uh, in overtime yesterday. They just beat the um, Capitals. Uh, and in the Capitals, I know that's the team nearest you – so you right. guys got, you guys just got Zdeno Charo this year. I mean, he's old as shit, but he's like mm-hmm. seven foot with skates. <laughs> and uh, the Penguins actually beat the uh, Capitals twice. So I forgot about that. They were they beat them in overtime twice. So two wins, both in overtime for the Penguins. Two losses in overtime for the Capitals. So you can see it's only four games in. I mean, even the Red Wings looking good at two and two. Yeah, playing that good defense. They've avenged, avenged both of their losses. They lost game one, then beat Carolina the next game. Lost against Columbus, came back and beat uh, Columbus the next day after that. Is and that they, how? Is that how the whole season's going? Where they're just doing a? Uh, is it a home and home or a home and away? Uh, they're all. I think they're home and homes. I don't okay. know if the whole season's going to be like that, but I, I would assume it would be. Um, and then they get at Chicago here, who is absolute hot garbage. Well, let's, yeah, see, we can see uh, the full schedule, like you said, just to kind of take a look. And again, do that all year. They'll be fine if they do yeah, that all year. It is, it is two and two all year long. Oh, there you go. Oh, except right here, there's oh, a Columbus wow. and Carolina. That's the only time, though. Yeah, yeah, not bad. I like it. That's fine. Right. I'm good whenever you guys are ready to put it in. Well, I'll give Wes some more time to check it out. So, yeah, go ahead, uh, Jake. Who is your, who are your two Stanley Cup teams, and who's going to win? Two Stanley Cup teams, Philly and Vegas, and Vegas wins. Not bad. I know you had the Golden Knights last year, too. Yeah, they kind of screwed. Look, you had Tampa, and I had Vegas, right? Tampa won, right. I lost. Yep. Uh, so you have, Vegas will win this year. Do you have a surprise team? Oh, Jesus. Well, Detroit's awful, aren't they? Well, they're two and two. They're my surprise team. 
Are they? Give me Detroit yep. then, because I thought they sucked. Well, we'll see how they do. I mean, they got Eiserman there. He gave a, a captain sticker away or a, the captain patch. I should say oh, not yeah. a sticker. I totally um, forgot Eiserman was there now. Yep. And um, Mr. Wes Anderson, what do you got, man? Um, Yeah, I mean, just for the re- to rep the DMV, I got to go the Caps. It's probably not going to happen, but Very Caps, um, uh, Lightning. They were really good last year, weren't they? Yep. They won the cup. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Are they both in that East Conference, though? Oh, shit. I don't know. Well, it's actually going by divisions. Um, and so there's no – so people that are traditionally in the Eastern Conference can actually play each other this year. But if they're in the same division, I don't think they can. Is that right, Bear? That is correct. So same division won't be able to play in the conference title game. Oh, you're fine. So it's actually okay because they're in two different divisions. One's in the central. Uh, Tampa's in the central and Washington's in the east. So that's very possible. I like it. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely can happen. The surprise. um, uh, What's the team that like came back really well the other year? Uh, St. Louis Blues. Are they still a team? Oh, yeah. yeah, They're still a team. They won a cup a couple years ago. Yeah, they well they had like the worst record in the league at, yeah. like, ja- at, in January of that season, and then they came back to like and won the this. cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I like that story. Yeah, so that's going to be his surprise team. I like it. Yeah. Wes Anderson coming out with a surprise. <laughs> um, did want to talk about? I know Barry, you sent me this the the NASCAR schedule for this coming year. What are we? How many weeks are we out? Four weeks. Three. Four weeks, weeks from three weeks. Oh, so three and a half weeks. February 14th. It's Valentine's Day. You can't forget that. Oh, yeah. Make sure you get your Valentine's Day on Saturday (laughs) because Daytona's on Sunday. Yeah, dude, there's three weeks in a row. No time for that shit when there's racing. Three weeks in a row, I can't golf on my traditional Sunday night at the uh, simulator. I can't golf next Sunday night because it's the Royal Rumble. The following week, it's the Super Bowl. The following week after that's Valentine's Day and the Daytona 500. So I'm like, shit. So this weekend when I go golfing on Sunday night, this will be the last week I'll be able to go for three weeks. I got to switch up my times. How, I mean, how are those golf simulators now? Are they any better than they were five years ago? Yeah, I mean, they're about the same. It's the same shit. It's just they update the they update software. all the software. And it's, it's okay. I mean, I think it plays really well. I enjoy it. I had a good time this last time. We played some course in Florida. And the, after the first five holes, I was seven over. After five holes, I triple bogeyed a hole. But then the last 13 holes, we played from the whites because playing with Brandon. And uh, But the last 13 holes, I was two under. Had 11 pars and two birdies. So I'm like, nice. started out like shit, though. So I'm like, I, he, he knew I was pissed that I was five over to finish. He's like, dude, look at the last 13 holes. I'm like, I don't give a shit. There's no fucking excuse for starting out with, you know, seven over and five holes, a triple yeah. bogey on a par three. God, but that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I was clean. I was uh, messing around in my golf bag the other day and I was like, I took all my clubs out and I grabbed my pitching wedge out. So I'll screw around with it in the house and I see it's bent a little bit. So I got to go buy a new freaking shaft for it. Jesus. Just get a new club. I, I mean, I told you I bought the driver. Wes, I don't know. Do you golf much out there, Wes? Are you a golfer uh, at all? Yeah, a couple times a year, usually. 
Yeah, that's uh, uh, that used to be me three or four times a year, but now yeah. I'm uh, one to two times a week, you know. Oh, okay. And then especially, nice. especially now in the winter, I'm I've gone every week. Uh, I've literally golfed every week probably since the spring, since the pandemic. I've golfed every week. Nice. Um, yeah, but uh, and you can and I know the difference. I can see the difference. Uh, thanks to my coach up there, one of my coaches, Mr. Bear, he's a, a big helper and they know, I, I actually, I told him and, uh, and Jake knows too, bought a, bought a new driver this year. I didn't know until I put stuff down about my driver, what it was. There's a, the driver I had was from 2009 and I bought it in 2012. So I had that some bitch for nine years. Nice. <laughs> And then, and I, and I bought a 2021 driver. I, I tested them all out. Of course, it ends up being the most expensive one. I purposely didn't look at the prices because I wanted to get the club that was best for me. And um, it of course ended up being the most expensive, but I told Bear, I said, in the simulator alone, it added 30 yards, which is insane. Wow. That tells you how dead that club was. Yeah. You added That's 30 awesome. yards? Yeah. Holy crap. So, I mean, in the simulator, I was carrying 260 to 270, and it would go about 280, 285. So, we'll see how it does in person. Um, but we still got some time for that. But, uh, yeah, Wes, we'll have to – if you're up here – I know – how often do you get up here anymore now? Well, last year was, you know, kind of all out of whack. But, uh, yeah, I was. I actually went home uh, around Christmas for a few days, but I only stayed at my mom's because my dad was, like, kind of sketched out about – me flying in and, and staying at his place. So like, yep. like I, I just, you know, I, I went on a hike at Oak openings with my dad, but that's like all I saw of him at Christmas. So it was like no family parties or anything like that. So that was like really weird, but better than nothing. But yeah, typically on a typical year, non pandemic year, probably like two or two or three times. Oh, that's awesome. The, uh, well, well, next time you might have to schedule around, <laughs> I'm telling you to schedule around our show. The, uh, we're having, uh, you gotta cut if you're around the 300th episode is I think in June. And that's when we do the, we got to drink 300 drinks this year. Nice. <laughs> episode oh. 200 was 200. And because we had a pandemic, um, and we'll probably do the same this year. Cause I assume we're not going to be getting in big parties. But um, we we had some of our fan. We picked like four of our top listeners or fans nice. and had them drink Thursday and Friday. And we took their counts and added it to what we had to do for Saturday. So there was eight of us, I believe. Was there eight? There was. Uh, yeah, there was three grownups. There was three grownups. There was four of us. And then we had two of our sponsors there. And um, but really eight of us drank and we had to drink 85 drinks. So that's, that's doable. It was, and we got it done. <laughs> and, um, this year we assume it's going to be the same and, uh, but we got to get to 300. So yeah, that's... the show, the show goes on though. And it would be fun. Dude, you'd have a blast. We, we do it yeah, with, um, a couple of the, fun. we do it with a couple of the grownups. Um, you know them because, uh, we, I can't say their profession or anything like that or their full names, but Shiv is one of them. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You got me. And, uh, but I can't say what they do or anything like that, but, uh, he's one of them. And then two others that also have the same profession are, uh, a part of the grownups and partake in our hundred oh, that, episodes. That'll be so fun. Oh dude. And we just, as you can see, cause we have the shirts up there. It's uh, the gray ones from our 100th episode and the white ones from the 200th episode. And we just mark them, you know, kind of like the pod beats Patty Boggs. 
is what the name of the episode is, but we got it from uh, the Gang Beats Boggs, which of course is from Always Sunny, which as you can see next to Taylor Swift is Danny yeah. DeVito. And that. Um, that is my my local local artist here, Danny Herrera. I'll mention her. I'll just do a quick uh, quick plug for her. Paper denim art is what she does. That actually, I mean, it looks like a painting. It's all fabric. That is an entire oh, wow. fabric uh, artwork. I've got eight of them in my house and uh on it we actually took this from the water park episode but there's a quote on there and it says aids i got aids because <laughs> he mentions that in the water park episode so uh we had to have it in the pod room because always sunny was really big in helping us yeah. come up with the idea for episode 100 for beating beating bogs and beating them and now we're just destroying them because we're at 200 going to 300 so if you happen to be around and when i go through and look at the actual date on when it is you'll have to see if you can uh, be in town yeah yeah shoot shoot me a, a reminder or something especially if it's around like father's day or something like that so i can like kill two birds with one trip <laughs> yeah you're like dad i'm here to see you oh that's great son well i gotta go to this uh episode 300. <laughs> <laughs> so like i always go into a trip home like I'm just going to chill with family. Like they're getting, you know, at this, they're getting older, like all our parents are. And like, you know, the fun, the party time is, as that time has passed. But then like after a few days of just family stuff, it's like, I got to go. I got to get wasted. (laughs) I got to get out of here. Look, look, guys, I got to (laughs) go. So we, um, yeah, because episode 300 would be like a a Sunday show usually, because this is 253 and 254. So that leaves 23 weeks from today on uh, when we're going to be there. But uh, Bear, do you uh, do you know any of the before I'm going to hold off on NASCAR for like MLB kind of. Can you mention some of the signings that have taken place uh, so far? I know LeMahieu went back to the Yankees and I was surprised and I'm grateful. Six years, 15 mil. And they got Judge at a discount. He's at like 11 mil. They got Kluber. Um, I know they're taking a risk, but because the guy was injured. Uh, but hey, for eleven million dollars, I mean, take the risk. They need some pitching. J. A. Happ's gone. He's in Minnesota now. I know that, and they got a lot of guys uh, cheap under ten million. Yeah, it looks like uh, George Springer, um, old Astros outfielder. I shouldn't say old, but Astros outfielder signed with the Blue Jays, six-year, hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, Michael Brantley, old Indian, and the Astros at a two-year, thirty-two million dollar deal. Um, I don't. I think we talked about it last week, but obviously Lindor going to the Mets. I'm pretty sure that was, was that a week ago or did we not get there yet? Uh, I think we talked about it last week. Okay. I couldn't recall. Honestly, with it's the crazy thing with baseball is dude, it's, it's like not been news. So it's been really hard to see. I know uh, Klubler went to the Yankees. I think if I'm not mistaken. Kluber, yep. Um, he was injured most of last year, but um, he pitched 18 pitches. Yeah, Cy, Cy Young winner with the two time Cy Young winner with the Indians. Um, John Lester uh, going to the Washington Nationals. Uh, Wes, I don't know if that's your team out there or if you're that O's. Big guy. O's, baby. O's, okay. Um, are, are they going to, uh, they, were they last place last year or I think they're still kind of rebuilding, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I don't know. I that just with, with COVID and everything, I just, besides basketball, that's, I've like lost touch with like all pro sports. I think baseball is the most I got into last year because of COVID and only being 60 games, 162 is just way yeah. too, it's brutal. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see what else do we have here? So uh, Kyle Schwarber uh, went to Washington as well. Um, 
Adam Wainwright, they're saying maybe up next, but they're thinking that he's going to re-sign with the St. Louis Cardinals. And it sounds like Yadier Molina, their catcher, also may re-sign. Um, Lestella re-signed with the A's. Jonathan Villar went to the Orioles. There you go. Um, what's that? Jerkson Profar, I think he was with the the Rangers, went to the Royals, Kansas City Royals. And uh, Colton Wong went to the Angels. He was um, with St. Louis, I'm pretty sure. So it looks like those are some of the bigger names. Sounds like there's a lot more signing coming up here as we're um, in quote-unquote winter meetings. I don't even know if they're doing those this year. But that's what it sounds like we'll be at. So I'm sure there'll be a lot more signings here as we go. And I think probably the biggest news in baseball, the only thing I actually heard about, was the uh, Mets GM getting fired for uh the old donger oh picks. yeah so don't, <laughs> I, don't I saw do that, that everyone out there just reach out <laughs> connell barrett dane transformation.com and you won't have to do that um but yeah it was what something in 2016 i think with a cubs female reporter something along those lines he sent 62 unanswered text messages yeah. followed up by an unsolicited dick pic so uh yeah don't don't Talk. do that. that's shit comes that's the wrong five years the later. wrong that's the wrong kind of Hail Mary to throw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that I don't get like that. Like, that uh, would do. 60, 62 unanswered texts. You'd think after, like, maybe three or four unanswered texts or five, maybe, you might want to stop being creepy. But 62 is, like, super stalker level and then followed up by the old dong pick. So, yeah, uh, not a good look for the Mets. But that's why <laughs> they haven't done shit in, what, 35 years. Did he say he was hacked? That's like always the go-to move. Just say, oh, I was hacked. <laughs> I, I think he straight up, I think he straight up admitted it. Uh, all right. He apologized, all that shit. I think, uh, oh, I mean, he can say he was hacked, but um, it was yeah. in like, I think it was like a couple hours of each other and they had, yeah. ESPN for whatever reason showed the picture blurred out. Like, oh man, I don't want to see that shit. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh not not good for him. So he goes and gets Fre- Francisco Lindor and then fired um, less than a week later. So <laughs> that's great. Wait, well, maybe that's <laughs> that's maybe what this should be. Unsolicited dick pick. Maybe that's what we'll name this. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll get some clicks. They'll think it's about the Mets. Yeah, um, no, no. We, we'll get nah. zero clicks if we put that on there. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're going to stick with this podcast sucks, but you don't. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, as long as it's cool with Wes, because he's our guest today, so I don't want it to sound it's your, bad. It's your show, man. I'll share that. Yeah. <laughs> but we got your song attached to it, too. <laughs> the uh, uh, But good shit. So, yeah, back to – I wanted to get back to, to NASCAR real quick. Uh, Bear, because I know you sent me the schedule a few weeks ago, so – They've got Daytona, and then the week later, they're still in Daytona, and they're going to the road course. Looking forward to that one. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I mean, no better way to start off the year than Daytona 500 than Daytona road course. I mean, good for them, too, because now if they have weather issues like it seemed like they had all last year, I felt like every other race was delayed because of rain or some shit. Daytona was. It didn't finish till Monday, if you recall. Um, so them staying there for two weeks is smart. Um, you know, if there is any weather issues, they don't have to worry about getting to the next track, which is usually Fontana, California. I don't even think, I don't know if they'll race there this year because of COVID. No, they're going to, they're going to Miami. Uh, Miami is actually race three used to be the championship. Now it's race three. 
So they've, they've smartened it up, right? I mean, they know and understand what they're doing. So even if there are issues, I mean, they're close, right? You're going Daytona to Miami instead of having to haul a tractor trailer with all your vehicles over to California in a week. They get to go Daytona, stay in Daytona, then do Miami. And they're already in Daytona for a week before, usually, maybe two. So they'll probably be in Daytona for a full month, obviously, in Florida, just in general. What's uh, the fourth race? It's after Miami. Uh, Vegas. Yeah, so that'll, so that'll that'll be the haul. So I'm sure the Miami race will be the one that gets some rain, and then they'll have to um, roll right. back out that way. But yeah, but yeah I, mean, that's a, that's, I think that's smart for NASCAR, a good way to line your schedule up this year. And then they're going to to Phoenix, um, which is interesting. So they'll race Phoenix, and then of course that's a championship race as well, and uh, so that'll be interesting. And then they go to Atlanta, and then the Bristol Dirt Race. And so there are going to be fans there, but they're limiting how many fans are there. I'm like, son of a bitch, because that would have been, oh, that would have been a good race for us to go to. Like I would love. We went to Bristol. So Wes pre-COVID. We had this thing, me, Bear, Cody, and Nick all went to Bristol together, and we said, hey, we had a fucking blast. And we said, we're going to go to pick a track every year and then COVID. (laughs) We can't go to any races this past year. Man, that's such a good tradition, too. And uh, we were like, god damn, and this year would have been great. I would have go back to Bristol happily and watch the dirt race. That's going to be sweet. Yeah. That would be uh, that'll be a very interesting race, um, depending on how they do it, where they do it. It's going to be it'll be pretty cool. I think uh, NASCAR lined up some good stuff for them this year to pull a little bit more ratings, I think, um, because they're the I mean, if you remember last year, they were the only thing going there um, until MLB started in July, June, July time frame. So, I mean, it, no, nothing else was going on. It was just NASCAR. And NASCAR pulled some ratings because nothing else was on. There's a lot of degenerate gamblers in the world like myself who need to bet on something. <laughs> and, um, yeah, NASCAR is the way to get into it and do it. All right. So with that, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to go to a race. Maybe might not be this year. We'll see, though. Um, but after the dirt race, we got Martinsville, Richmond, Talladega, Kansas, Darlington, Dover, Coda, Austin, which is new, the Charlotte uh, Oval, Sonoma, Nashville, Super Speedway. So that's new for this year. That starts the NBC package. Then we got Saturday and Sunday race at Pocono, Road to America, Atlanta, New Hampshire, Washington, or Washington, Watkins Glen. And then, Wes, you probably didn't know this, uh, they're not doing Brickyard uh, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. They're doing actually the road course at Indy. So that's new for them this year. And uh, then they, af- right after that, they got MIS, Michigan, and then Daytona. And then they go to the playoffs. They got Darlington, Richmond, Bristol in the round of 16, Vegas, Talladega, and the Charlotte Roval, uh, round of 12, Texas, Kansas, Martinsville for the round of eight. And then the championship, November 7th uh, in Phoenix. So uh, what's cool is they're doing the clash. So I think um, we're going to be able to see Bear, by the way. A week before, like you said, they're going to be there for a month in Daytona. They're doing the Clash, which is that race. You know, it used to be the Bud Shootout. It's on. Uh, it's at the road course, Daytona Road Course, mm. February 9th. So that'll be on February 9th, uh, which is Speed Week during Speed Week. So it's a, two, a Tuesday. Yeah, two Tuesday. Yep, it'll be a Tuesday, and then they'll have qualifying or the the what the duels will be on Thursday. Yeah, they'll do qualifying and then they'll do the qualifying will probably be on Wednesday and then they'll do the duels on uh, Thursday, I would assume. That's weird that they're doing that 
are they doing anything on Saturday then or no? Usually they are they doing Not the actual clash? I no, the clash the actual clash is Tuesday. The duels hmm. are Thursday. So qualifying I would assume is gonna be Sunday. It'll probably go qualifying Sunday, clash Tuesday. They probably are just spacing it out all week to make things, you know, work. Interesting. Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be an interesting lineup for them. But I mean, they, they went through some stuff last year, so it won't be too bad. Yeah, and they they were the first sport to come back last year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it looks like um, I'm looking at this right now. So the clash, yes, Tuesday, February 9th, seven o'clock on Fox Sports One, and then the duels are Thursday at seven. Um, well, they both say seven, so it'll be seven and right after. Daytona 500 is at 2:30, so yeah, man, that's pretty cool. And I was just down, as you know, we uh, we went down to in November. We went to uh, Florida, went down to Disney with the fam, and then uh, we actually I took them to the track. I they had never been there. I was, but the main reason was because they could go to the beach afterwards, which was a lot of fun. But we got to see the track, and I hadn't been there since uh, actually Wes senior year spring break. Went to Daytona and went to the speed. Oh, nice. If you remember, went with uh, went with Andy uh, uh, Billis, and then okay. went, went with uh, Dub. Won't say the name, but uh, and then uh, our of course friend, may he rest in peace, Joe Miller. Uh, he was with us too, so he was. And then my uncle, because our our parents were all paranoid, like and mine didn't care, but theirs were all like, "Wow, we you guys got to go with somebody that's responsible." So I called my crazy uncle that I knew wasn't responsible, and I knew <laughs> would have a good time with us. And he's like, "Oh, he's meeting the parent, dude." I was laughing my it was like a movie. Meeting the parents is yes, yes, ma'am. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna be great. <laughs> get down there, and he's like, I, and he he tells us he's like, "I swear to God, if you fucking idiots get caught with anything, I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. You know, we, we roll out, we roll down into the hotel, and we have beer everywhere, and he's like. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know, like he's like, you brought this with you. We're like, nah. He's like, yeah, you guys are fucking morons. So, <laughs> oh man, I could tell so many stories from spring break, but yeah, uh, that that could be a whole other episode. It could be. I mean, we could all talk about our senior year spring breaks. Yeah. I know you and I were the same year, same time. Oh, Bears yeah. was a little later. I could tell you mine. Um, I had a broken rib and bronchitis. Oh shit! That, that was it. I was I was. How'd you break up. your rib? playing basketball oh was it andy oh yeah we well we were playing where did we play it was the week it was a thursday before one of the thursday nights it it wasn't at the uh, white house church it was at um oh not at hope harrysburg um and yeah i uh i went up for i went up for a layup and some dude um he didn't really undercut me i mean he was going to make a play and missed and hit me kind of right in the ribs and didn't really realize it um woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't breathe and thought I was dying, went to the hospital and found out that I had a, uh, had a rib, had a rib injury, which they ended up saying was broken. And then, um, had bronchitis also, which they found out, which I'm assuming was because of the broken rib of some sort. So yeah, I was, uh, I was posted up all week on my spring break, senior spring break. Well, sorry to hear that. That's right. <laughs> Mine was great. But sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've, I mean, I get it. It's cool, but I mean, you got to get all the stuff down there and yeah, I, I had a lot better uh, vacations after I turned 21 when I could buy my own alcohol and not have to sneak it. So true. True. 
Dude, I used to go to the BP. West might know this too. The well, BP yeah, water water bill. Bill. <laughs> off <laughs> the trail. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I bought beer there with a fake ID many times. <laughs> well, that was I, my go. I, that was my go-to go <laughs> I would just go in at 17, 18, didn't care. Didn't care. Yeah. Oh, that was man. the place. You could get everything there. Yeah, he was great. Uh, I remember they were from um I can't Lebanon. And the dad, the old man that was there, I mean, he looked like Saddam Hussein, you know, <laughs> but he was just so great. He's like, oh, you need beer. He's like, you know, you need to come to Lebanon with me. I'm like, yeah, someday. Thanks for the beer. <laughs> you know. And yeah, then when I, he was when they sold, I was so sad because they were just the coolest yeah. fucking people, too. I, I fucked up there once because I tried getting beer like when it was like really crowded on like a Saturday. And then my fake was like a Utah like, like at a quick glance, <laughs> and it, so they so they knew you. Yes, the, at a quick glance, it was it's probably passable. But like, there's other people there, and they probably didn't want to get anyone like to you know snitch on them or be like these guys are serving underage. No way that kid's 21. So he made me like he was like he was like really nice about it. He wasn't like get out now. He's just like sorry, bro, can't. And I was just like okay <laughs> walk, walk back the case of natty with my tail between my legs in front of a bunch of fucking strangers oh uh, yeah i remember we used to do that all the time and and brandon would be with us and we'd he'd be buying sparks left and yeah. right oh, sparks. i remember sparks yeah uh, he'd always he'd always oh, have that freaking orange mustache everything uh. <laughs> Oh, that, was, that was a pregame drink right there. Get the caffeine buzz going. And... Oh, dude, he would chug those motherfuckers. That's all he would drink. Ah, dude. <laughs> oh, gross. Probably so bad for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, God. Uh, but, Bear, I found the schedule, by the way, for NASCAR. So, Tuesday is the Bush Clash at the road course. Wednesday is qualifying. So, just the top two, of course, will be set. And then the rest are set on Thursday at the duels. Friday is the Camping World Truck Series race. Saturday is the Arkham Menard Series race and the Xfinity Series race. And then Sunday is the 500. That yeah. is a busy week. Good. So, it's a good schedule. I love what uh, the sponsors are. So the Xfinity race is the beef. It's what's for dinner 300. <laughs> so who the hell is that? Just beef? Beef. It's what's for dinner. Who Who is that that does that? I don't even know. That would be a good question. That sounds like, you know, oh, that, what was that, Wendy's? Where's the beef? <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is a Wendy's. So it's an advertising slogan and campaign aimed to promote the benefits of incorporating beef into a healthy diet. It's funded by the Beef Checkoff Program. That's what it is. Interesting. Okay. So NASCAR's pulling anything they can. Hey, man, props to NASCAR. And they got Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan now, I'm oh, sure yeah. West, you know, yeah. that owns a team yeah. with Denny Hamlin. And now you got, because uh, who else just came in? Pitbull just came in. Uh, Floyd Mayweather's supposed to be coming in. I mean, he's a partial wow. owner. But they're pulling in. They're pulling in. I, I don't like him either. But they're pulling in people. And so yeah. they're able to pull in different crowds. It's definitely going to draw different audiences for sure. Yeah, Pitbull's going to pull in the Latin audience. Obviously, Michael Jordan. Anybody that follows Jordan would want to yeah. see how he does. So the rich people. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so it's going to be interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how this works for them. And, you know, they do have still because their main sponsors are still the same thing. So they still got uh, what? Bush, Coca-Cola Mon is monster. I don't know. Are they still one of the main sponsors? 
I thought they still had Monster Girls, so I figured they did, but maybe not. Maybe that didn't happen last year because of COVID, yeah. though. Well, last year they – well, Monster dipped out after the 2019 season, and then last year was the first year it became the uh, the NASCAR Cup Series, and then they had the premier sponsors of, like, Coca-Cola, Bush, um, and then there was, like, a, an insurance company. I can't remember what the insurance company was, but um, – Probably nationwide. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, so that's what it became. So, oh, here you go. They have their premier sponsors. So um, – Bush, Coke, Geico, and Xfinity. Geico. That's close. So, but that's big to have those four companies be your premier sponsors. Yeah. And then, then they've got little sponsors here and there with like 3M is an official partner. And then Exalta, you know, all the things that you see on the cars and uh, three um, like advanced auto parts, AWS, all of those different things. So pretty cool to see that they have they're able to have these different sponsors in nascar because there were some that we didn't even know about we're like wait what like pnc's the official bank of nascar now had no idea so i'm gonna see hopefully some nascar signs when i go to my bank um, probably not uh sunoco is the official fuel verizon's the official telecommunication partner so that's good they've got official the official tire is good year of course DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports game. Oh yeah, they're gonna. You said they'll keep they'll keep running that stuff. I mean, as far as they can go, get all that stuff at the stadiums. I think. Where did I see it? Was um, maybe Amazon Web Services the official cloud partner? <laughs> I think the Nationals were the ones who are gonna have um, live betting in the in their stadium this year. Really? I think I saw that. I'd have to go back. I know I didn't dream it. I think it was the Washington Nationals. They said we're going to be the first pro sports team to have legalized gambling where you can literally bet at your seat or they'll have kiosks in the stadium. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing better than – I mean, it's smart. It gets people – I mean, people want to go for that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it's. – it'll be interesting. Make sure, you know, the players don't have their phone down there. Pete Rose is not yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So the NBA uh, Celtics are still winning in the East. They're actually in a three-way tie with the Bucks and the Sixers, but they have one less loss and one less win. Pacers are a half game back. The Nets, the one of the hottest teams right now, uh, winners of four in a row. Um, Harden has fit in so far nicely with what their needs were. Early even fits into his clothes. <laughs> yeah, what happened? That joke. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, he looks like back to normal again. Like what happened? Did he like transform, like go through some transformation? Like I saw like a barstool sports, like a side-by-side -side of him, like uh, in Houston or whatever, before he's trading, he looked like really, really overweight. And then now he looks kind of like back, back to normal a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it was just, maybe it was just the angle. Laid off the strip club buffets finally and <laughs> lose, lose some LBs, but yeah. uh, the Cavs right now at halftime. So I'll take it. What, what's the score of that game right now? 51-49, uh, halftime. Cleveland beating Brooklyn. So, that's, damn, that's pretty interesting. The I did see um, 
there, there was something that I did want to mention on here about Kyrie. I've never been a fan, but I'm always a fan of charitable contributions. I don't care who it is. And I know he, you know, is in Cleveland. So it's good. We're bringing this up. So just a few of the things he did this year, and I, I gained a little more respect for him. Donated 323,000, and this is over the last year, donated 323,000 defeating America. Partnered with City Harvest to ensure that 250,000 meals were distributed to New Yorkers. Partnered with Nike to donate 17 pallets of food and masks to the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe. Committed a million and a half to help pay WNBA players who opted out of the 2020 season. Mm -hmm. Paid off the college tuition of nine HBCU students from Lincoln University. And he purchased a house for the family of George Floyd, uh, according to Stephen Jackson. So just some, yeah, like some things you just don't hear about. And, you know, that's just good to hear, you know, because people, as we know, play a character. I was I was listening to and I could have saved this for the wrestling show, but I'll mention it here, too. The um, like they mentioned uh, Floyd Mayweather. Like, he just seems like a dick. He's the villain. He plays this villain. And then you listen to, like, JR talk about him, Jim Ross, or others, and, and Bruce Pritchard. They're like, he's the nicest guy in the world. He's giving people everything. He makes sure everything works out. He's promoting these things. They're like, he's playing a part because he knows he's the draw. And I'm yeah. like, and that's why he fucking gets what he does yeah. and gets paid what he does. But yeah. they, like they said, he's the nicest guy in the fucking world. Got to be a good salesman. Oh, he's good. I mean, that's the whole point. Did you guys see the uh, that Blake Griffin kind of crazy stat? Like, you know, he always used to be, you know, Lob City out in, you know, L.A. This year, he doesn't have one dunk yet. What? Wow. Not one dunk as of yesterday. Can he dunk anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I was just reading an article on him, how he's, like, untradeable and all this and that. Damn. Well, yeah, that's – I would have never Maybe guessed. him and Harden have been hanging out a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> Is he fat too? Um, <laughs> the uh, And the Pistons are in last place in the East still. Um, yeah. And then out West, the Lakers are in first. Jazz, hottest team in the NBA, winners of six in a row. Jeremy's Jazz. Uh, Clips have won four in a row, ten and four. Um Suns, seven and five. They've lost two. And then you got Spurs, Blazers, Warriors – Grizzlies, and then followed by the Nuggets, Mavericks. I'm kind of surprised the Mavericks are six and seven. Don't they have Porzingis back? Uh, he just came back two weeks, oh. or I mean, sorry, two games ago, not two weeks. Oh, okay, ago. two games ago. Well, give it time, and the Pelicans are sitting at five and eight. Yeah, um, I mean, Memphis there. John Morant just came back from his injury, so they uh, they won five in a row as well. Damn. Well. Uh, Mr. Well, I guess, uh, did you make your picks, Jake? Yeah, you did. Lakers over Bucks, Suns is your surprise. So, Mr. West, I'm going to share my screen, sir, so you can see the picks thus far and you can kind of give us what you think, my man. Because this is your um, sport, as you said. Yeah, yeah. So, definitely Lakers. I, I think they'll win again. Uh, yeah, I'm with, uh, is that Brandon BW? Yeah, Nets. They, I think uh, it'll take a while that, for them to find like a really good rhythm, but I think come playoff time, they're going to be a force. Uh, surprise. <laughs> I'd like to say Wizards. I don't see that happening, though. Um, shit. 
Uh, I'll go with the bowls. Bowls. Yeah. So basically, so I'm you just and Dub all Brad. the way down. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> how many I, games? The, do you Lakers, know? Lakers, and Nets. Like I would, I would tell you that without looking at anything. But I saw Bulls and like, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, why not? All right. So how many games are the Lakers going to beat the Nets in? Six. And I'm like, texting that to Dub because I feel like he's going to say okay. six. <laughs> I, I feel like LeBron has a penchant or some sick desire to just like make it seem like it's a lock. And then like, you know, just throw a game away or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like he unnecessarily makes his playoff series more difficult than they should be. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. The, um, the, what, um, who, so as a, who are you a fan of growing up? Um, Pistons for sure. Definitely like the early 2000s team, like Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. That was like the squad. Hell yeah. Shoot. Dude, I got a cool, I got a cool story about that team. Let's hear it. I, uh, I was down in Texas in San Antonio. I think it was, I think it was 06. The Pistons were in the finals that year against San Antonio, I think. And I was down there and we, I think we were at SeaWorld and we got back from SeaWorld and there was all these cop cars at our hotel and, you know, we're, you know, get out of the cab or whatever. And they like, wouldn't let us go in the hotel and the whole Pistons team's getting off the bus, you know, walking into the hotel. And then the next morning we went down to the pool and Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton and uh, Rashid Wallace were all just chilling down at the pool. Damn. Did you go down uh, there? Yeah, they wouldn't let us like go talk to him, but like we were allowed to stay on the opposite side of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> they let the peasants stay on the opposite side. Yeah, the hotel but pool that was everybody, but nope, not for you guys. Sorry. No, they literally shut down the like whole side of the pool, and not one person could go over there and go like anywhere near them. Bam. <laughs> it was oh. cool though. Well, that's okay. We just heard from Dub, by the way. He said uh, seven. So one thing I wanted to mention about Tennessee football team. <laughs> so <laughs> there's all this stuff that came out that they were bribing players or bribing people to, you know, come play by putting money in McDonald's bags <laughs> to get oh there. My God. So I just, I just got this too, and it reminded me of it, and I, I laughed hysterically. Consumer alert. If you receive an unfamiliar phone call from area code 865, do not answer. It could be the University of Tennessee trying to trick you into accepting a job as head, co- head football coach. So That's funny. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. What a what a disaster. And you're bribing people. Oh, it's great. They bribe people to go, what, three and nine? Two yeah. and seven? Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah, even good. <laughs> That's horrible. I mean, that would be cool if, like, they put in some cash and, like, a Big Mac. I'd be down with that. <laughs> <laughs> cash and a Big Mac. Yeah, I'll sign. I'm, uh, I, I'm mean, buy, I mean, buy him some crypto at least. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin would be a better shot of getting players over. And it's untraceable. It's decentralized. Oh, I love it. Can't afford that in Tennessee. <laughs> That's all I got to do. All right, all right maybe not. They, they still got those cocaine-laced dollar bills. Yeah. 
So um, that's fantastic. All right. So just real quick in the NCAA basketball, Gonzaga still won 14 and 0 Baylor two, 12 and 0 Michigan finally lost. Who'd they lose to Minnesota, Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. And then you got, you know, we, Houston's still up there. T- Tennessee basketball is doing well, 10 and one. They're sixth in the country. And you better be go find out if they're bribing them. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might be, ugh, I'd be a little worried. Ohio state. Uh, they're up to 15. Yeah. They lost though last night. Did they? Yeah. So they got to beat with, I think they play at Wisconsin this weekend. So they got to beat Wisconsin. Who's 10 um, to stay in the top. Yeah, probably in the top 20, I'd say. Yeah, Michigan State lost again. Oh, God, what a disaster. Two and four in the Big Ten. I, I don't understand them at all. They got crushed. You know, they lost that first game. They lost by 14, lost to Wisconsin by nine, then 25 to minute. Then they lost by 25 to Minnesota, beat Nebraska by seven, beat Rutgers by 23, and then lost to Purdue by one. And then since then, everything's been postponed. Iowa, Indiana, Illinois. So they've got uh, Rutgers next week and then uh, Ohio State on the 31st. Ohio State will probably kick their ass. Eh, Big Ten's tough. So, like, it's it's, it's still got another, what is it, mid-January. So you still got another month and a half of of basketball before conference title time. They're still playing. This is true. This is ab- absolutely true. The hell is that? You hissing? Are you talking to a oh, snake? Sorry. No, but I just saw the uh, the I think Zion Williamson got out of that um, agreement that he was, you know, he was suing that marketing agent. Yeah. I saw. I just re- got done reading it. Uh, the court granted in favor of him to void the contract. Huh. Good for him. That that started like this time last year. I feel like. Yeah, and I think you're right on that. Um, I do want to mention, we got to go to, uh, I had a quick Nick Saban stat that I was mentioning earlier. So he's been at Alabama for 14 seasons. He's coached in eight national championships in those 14 years. So 57% of the time he has played for a title. He has won six of those in 14 years, which means 42% of the time his team wins the championship. Wow. God. Absolutely. That's called job security. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. God, what a – I was reading that. I was like – that because I didn't think anything about it. I'm like, God damn, you're right. He's won a shitload, and he's Bears' favorite age. (laughs) 69. Yep. He'll be be 70 on uh, Halloween, actually. So we won't get another title at 69. It's too bad. Nope, 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 nope. The, uh, all right. So wanted to, before we get into trivia, cause we're going to do trivia again. Uh, Jake is not on the board. Wes is not on the board. So Wes, you might be able to walk into the wrestling show with uh, more points than parrot here, which would be good. <laughs> oh, so, but I do want to mention, I, I wanted to talk about music and sports and um, the importance of music and sports since, Wes, you are a musician. We are not musicians. We don't know shit about music other than we, that we enjoy it and we like it. Um, and the first thing that came to mind for me, 
when I thought about this, like those songs that you hear all the time, like we will rock you, you know, with queen. Do you think that that really originated with like the mighty ducks movies and really putting that out there? Or was that already kind of established into sports? Do you think like that specific song? Yeah. We will, we will rock you. Cause I know it became big. In I the mean, mighty ducks movies. Yeah. I think like the, like popularization of it in sports kind of just like gave the song a rebirth because I mean, Queen is not an athletic band. Like they are, no. they are not, they're not no. like the masculine, like type a type dudes, you know, they're very, you know, feminine, you know, you know, the music is like rock. Like I I'm a fan, like some of their music is definitely rocking, but it's not like, in a like aggressive like tackle people down kind of way so well we are the I, champions as we know is a big <laughs> song. yeah i mean props to the whoever wrote that props to them if they did have sports placements in mind because that'd be a ridiculously ahead of their time uh because like placement musical placements in sports uh, i don't think it was really like a uh commonplace thing back then or at least a big revenue stream for artists back then now it is for sure but um you know when something when something like that happens it's you know like lightning in a bottle like you have the right song with the right lyrics and you know given the right circumstance or scenario it's just like a you know slam dunk or that one uh stupid song uh uh, seven man army song yeah oh seven nation army yeah seven nation army yeah with uh yeah, that what white is that? stripes. That's yeah, white, white stripes. stripes. Right. Yep, you're right. You know, yep. just like, I, you know, again, they're not like really, they don't come off as like the athletic type of band, but you know, you get something simple and dumb enough that a bunch of drunk, tens of thousands <laughs> of people drunk at a stadium can just, do, 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 you know, it's just yeah, very, yeah. very something very primal to it, and I think that's that's why it's done well in sports <laughs> environments. Well, that's like I just I just looked this up for you. So, uh, uh, we are the champions. Was written by Freddie Mercury. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's not a sports guy. <laughs> no, not at all. And he's not, uh, he's not but, crushing weights in the gym after their sh- before their shows. He's he's crushing he's crushing something. Yeah, um, the, uh, <laughs> but was, uh, was crushing something. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. He rest was. in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. That makes me sick. God damn it, Bear. The uh, but then uh, we will rock you though. So so Brian May actually wrote uh, we will we will rock you, which is of course uh, he's what the guitarist for Queen. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. And uh, so he wrote that, which is which is pretty amazing. The one that always gets me, and uh, you don't. And I always wondered why don't we hear it anymore. And then I realized why, and because uh, it came back in the Joker movie. So rock and roll part two. So it's just, um, um, it was the, dun, 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 hey, dun, 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 oh, yeah. dun, and then I was like, how come I haven't heard that in years? You know, cause I'm like, that was always in like sports movies and it was in, um, uh, like little big league. I think it was in, and I'm like, why did I never hear of this? And then why isn't it not prominent? Why are this? And then I read it more into the, the singer, Gary Glitter, who was not, he's in jail and was not going to get any money from the Joker movie because he had possession of child pornography, child sexual abuse, uh, attempted rape of minors. And I'm like, that's why I don't hear it anymore. Yeah. 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 That's a bad look. If you're paying someone royalties to use their song and they're a 
freaking predator. Well, like they, that. Said, they said that in the Joker movie that he was not going to get anything for the use of rock and roll part two, but that song was perfect for that movie and that scene. I don't right, know if you saw right. the Joker movie, but um, yep. it was, I mean, Joaquin crushed that shit. A lot of people were like, oh, I didn't like it. It was slow. It was Adam. Like, it was fucking good. If you went into it knowing what to expect, which I did, and I was like, no, nah, he fucking portrayed exactly what I wanted to. Yes, it's slow. If you're looking if you're looking for a fucking action movie, that's not your thing. It was more about, you know, him being him and his, his mental health. That's what it was all yeah, about. Yeah. I was I was kind of like one of the fringe people who didn't know what to expect and was not met whatever expectations i had were definitely not met oh yeah that's I, what i could, I could see if people. you're if you're into the storylines and the character development i could see that being like you know that's your shit kind of like you know the star wars franchise like they have so many different storylines and people just eat that up because like you know it's just you get, and, you get you get attached to the characters and you want to see their development their backstories and stuff like that so it seemed like the joker was a very much like a you know very like an expose on on his his character and what what led him to be who he was yeah and there's all these talks that he's not the real joker and all of this and oh really yeah and they're trying what pisses me off is they're trying to because they knew it it's all about the money you know it made a billion dollars so they want to do a sequel and a part three i'm like i hope joaquin says no like because i'm like don't touch it like it's good as its own little one-off and yeah. that's it. And let us be ambiguous to whatever it meant. Is he dreaming this? Is it real? What parts are real? You know, it's what he's remembering. And so it's like, huh, okay, leave it. I like, don't even fucking touch it. And uh, cause I was good with it, you know, and I went in expecting what it was like, I'm like, this isn't going to be fast. It's not going to be up tempo. It's going to be a lot about mental health and me being a person who is prominent in uh, the, dis- the people with disabilities and that community. Uh, it was good. It was good for people with mental health uh, and the issues and seeing like, Hey, yeah, this, this shit's yeah, legit. You know, def- definitely put a spotlight on that in a, in a good way. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I mean, in, in a productive way, at least. Yeah. Productive. I mean, you know, not all of them are going to come out and be killers. And I know it's, it's very, very much like fiction, but um, no, that, that shit happens and what happens and, you know, the little mannerisms and not having your meds and these types of things and the fear you live in. And so it had a strong message behind it. And I, it took me, I've watched it probably five times and I watched it five times, like in about a three month span because I wanted to catch different things. And I watched it for different reasons. First one, I went in just to be in awe. Second time, I'm like, all right, I want to watch the character itself. And, uh, but I don't want to go down this rabbit hole anymore. I know it was Gary <laughs> Glitter based and okay. the song. And, right. uh, uh, but what we got into that. But yeah, dude, it, you'd, I could talk fucking Batman all day. That's my life. I mean, that's my half sleeve. That's, I love Batman, but, um, we won't get into Batman today. We'll save that for another right. show too. <laughs> the, right. uh, but what other, what are some other Bear or, or Jake or Wes, like other songs that you think are just, you know, now they're synonymous with sports. Uh, uh, I, I have one that comes to mind real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think it was around the Pistons in the finals in like the early 2000s. It was uh, that Mike Shinoda song. That was like the NBA finals theme song is like 10% pleasure, 90% pain. Uh, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was his solo project. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, I forget the name of that song, but that song reminds me of 
of sports because I was just like all over the NBA finals. And I think it was one of the Pistons were in it. So I was like watching every game, all the highlights and stuff. That was, yeah. um, I think it was remember ahead. the name, wasn't it? Yeah. Remember the name. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I did not remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> so I failed. Um, and then of course the Allen Parsons project, uh, was serious for the Bulls, of course, which, you know, a lot of people don't know. It's just the Bulls theme. And uh, it's actually the Alan Parsons Project. Oh, and wow. it, has a, it, has a, it does have a song name. I found that out one day when I was looking. I'm like, wait a minute, the Alan Parsons Project? Because the only time I had ever heard that name, I know nothing about him. I'm not a big follower of them, was uh, hearing it in um, Austin Powers. That's the only time I had heard. I was like, oh, that's a fake. That's some fake bullshit. And now it's legit. Alan Parsons Project's a band. They they probably could all they probably all retired just from that one song and aren't known for anything else. Like what a random way to just make <laughs> that a song was boatload of money, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's wild. Um, the <laughs> Seven Nation Army, right? Yeah. So I think that's like an obvious one, like everyone knows. Um, uh, the um, I think Thunderstruck. ACDC, that's a big one. Okay. You know, you hear that. Just mainly the opening, Thunder. Ah. That reminds me of Varsity Blues, which is a yeah. sports movie, so. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, God, what the hell? Uh, was that a Nickelback song? No. Was that in – what the hell song is that when he's running out to the field at the end? I don't think it's Oh, uh, Foo Fighters? Oh, it's Foo Fighters. Thank yeah. you. I'm hero. thinking Nickelback hero. hero. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry to the Foo Fighters. I don't mean to disgrace you like that. I'm going to log off after that. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, that's completely my fault. Uh, Jump Around, House of Pain. That's another yeah. one. Shout uh, out to DJ Lethal. Yes, DJ Lethal, who we mentioned earlier. He produced, I think he produced that song and he did like the beat for it. Did he really? That's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. So every time I hear that now, I'm just like, it takes a new meaning now yeah oh absolutely and was he with um so did was he just then with i know he did his own stuff but then uh like house of pain limp biscuit um or did he did he go on did he go past that or was he's, he uh, other he's actually produced a lot of records that you would never expected like sugar ray's first major label album was produced by dj lethal really i didn't know that i didn't know that until uh like a couple months ago so did he produce? I would assume that he produced stuff for Everlast when he was when they were away from House of Pain. Um, it's a good question. I'm not sure. Because but, uh, I, do you know ahead, the uh, the actor Scott Con? Oh yeah, James yes. Con's kid. Yeah, yeah, James's son. So he used to be in a rap group when he was no. Like, oh, it's, I got. Oh yeah, and DJ Lethal produced all their shit. Like I'll, I'll have to send you the link to one of their music videos because it'll blow your mind to see Scott Con like some little like thug punk kid rapping and uh it was him and someone else who's gone on to be a really uh really well-known producer to this day yeah because uh, he's in uh, was, uh what's he he's in varsity he, blues too yeah oh and he's in uh hawaii 5 he's yeah, Dan, he was dano and uh he was in um oceans 11 12 and 13 yep. Yep. you know he couple was in those a couple seasons of entourage uh, I think a Hawaii Five O is probably his big like TV one, but yeah, when he was Dano, uh, book him Dano, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny because he's like what five five, I think. I think my yeah. wife's taller than him, so <laughs> it's just. But yeah, his, his his rap his rap game it was actually pretty good. I thought it was like you know you have Lethal producing you, you you know it's gonna at least sound good, 
and like they toured with Cypress Hill and stuff when they were like 16 or 17 years old. Insane in the membrane. Wild. Yeah. Insane in the brain. Yeah. The, uh, God damn, man. I haven't. <laughs> Scott Kahn. I was just, I just watched Oceans 11, 12, and 13 the other day. They're on TNT. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to say, think of some. Oh, it was, uh, I can't remember. I think it's, it was an NHL. It was in one of the NHL games. I, I think the actual name of it is, um, Kencraft 400. I can't remember who it's by, but if you heard there's a, if you heard it, you would know. I'm going to have to, I'll have to find it. Isn't that the one where they just go, oh, 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 yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how they call this shit songs. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's more just like, uh, like, like noise, like, like phonetic (laughs) syllables. Or it's like, it's like when you're teaching a baby, like, babies a language and how to, like, phonetically pronounce words it's like at that level <laughs> so like so basic and- you threw something together and oh by the way it's just used at every sporting event ever so <laughs> well and you know i know um i know enter sandman was played in areas but i mean it's known for brock lesnar and for mariano rivera is the two that really you know came out to it and uh, mo welcome came out to it for yeah, I mean, yeah welcome to the jungle and i have the tiger after rocky oh yeah that's a good one yeah Anything that's got a nice strong beat. YMCA, they play it every fucking thing ever. Um, uh, what's another one? What's it? Little John songs. You can throw a bunch of them out there. Turn down for what? Um, they play that yep. shit all the time. Yep. Yep. Oh God. Do they still play All Star <laughs> at sporting events? The Smash Mouth song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess like the Monday night football song, that's not like, that's like very specific to one sport in one event, but like, um, yeah, I think they fired the guy, the artist they had for years. That was like the, that wrote the Monday night, like, are you ready for some football? I think he was like, (laughs) got caught saying something racist or yeah, the Cowboys and the lions supported Trump or something. And then they came. Yeah. yeah, they, They just brought him back. I think it was Hank Williams jr. Isn't it? Oh, well, oh yeah, yeah maybe it was, it was Hank Williams. Yeah, you're right. They, they took him away and then they brought him back. Like, yeah, because they had other people singing it. Yeah, no one gave two shits about it because he's the one that made it what it is. Right. Like, just like Carrie Underwood on Sunday Night Football. Like, you're just not going to get away from that. Right. The um, and you know, I know we we haven't talked about it and we won't, but yeah, we do now have a uh, the, the, today was election day. Maybe that's what it should be. This podcast sucks. Inauguration day. Or election day. Thank you. Inauguration day. Um, president Biden is now the president and uh, Mad, the Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. So uh, good for them. Congratulations to them. I saw I saw some, some funny shit. I won't go down this rabbit hole too far, but I was cracking up. It said um, there was all these memes that, that um, Trump left a letter for biden you know the tradition that was started by reagan leaving letters for for incoming presidents and just the little the many different letters they came up with and my favorite one like one of them that shiv just sent me says joe michigan ducked ohio state (laughs) and then it's signed donald trump but my favorite one is if you remember this simpsons episode it says dear joe uh uh where is it there we go dear joe i owe you an emergency donut (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) <laughs> that just I, cracked me up i like the memes about saying like trump's like 
last thing he's doing in, all, in the White House is giving an upper decker to all the toilets, any <laughs> toilet he can. <laughs> yeah, he pardoned quite a few people like that. Like he Lil pardoned Wayne. Uh, Lil Wayne, Wheezy, <laughs> pardoned yeah, him. Yeah, uh, Kodak Bear, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Joe Exotic. No, yeah, he had a stretch limo. Lined up and ready because he was so confident he was going to get pardoned. <laughs> Trump's like, yeah, nah. That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol Baskin got in his ear. <laughs> oh, shit. Is there anything else, Wes, sports wise, that uh, you think? Like music wise, music and sports, any other songs? No, I mean, it's it's just sort of like a perfect marriage for like, you know, you know, when I work out or play sports, I love having music and yep. the right song at the right time and the right sport can like really like elevate the whole experience for the people actually participating in it or the, the spectators. So, and then from like an artist perspective, like you can make a career, like, you know, doing doing that type of shit like out you know if i could get my song played in between batters at camden yards i would be a game changer yeah get some mind quarantine out there for one yeah. of them guys have that be their fucking walk-up song yeah maybe i should get a happy with that fine like look Dude, at their line the hell mary bro <laughs> yeah nah, all right yeah maybe i mean if there's a team that you could like weasel your songs into it's the orioles because no one's going to beat the games <laughs> anyway so <laughs> Uh, God, dude, that'd be good. I mean, you got 30, what, 30 teams you could throw it out to? But yeah. you want to go local first, and then you can go like, oh, you could do, do uh, Mud Hens would be good. We can reach out to the yeah. players like, hey, uh, I got this guy. <laughs> yeah, so, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Uh, well, we've got trivia coming up. And uh, if you remember this from last time, when we do trivia here with Jeremy, he gives us the questions. I'm going to actually switch screens so we don't see it right now. But, uh, Bear, you want to give us a quick update on the points? Yeah, so after one week, um, the points are, oh, look, I'm leading. What do you know? With eight, um, Mr. Montes T-Bag, and you are right behind me with seven. Peapod with six. Nice. Cody Bryant with one. He has one point, then Parrot. Peapod was on uh, only for wrestling. Yeah. That's what's crazy. He crushed crushed it. Uh, Parrot, where are you at? All I see is is Jake. There you go. Oh, does it only come up if you talk? I don't don't know. I got a space phone, and I'm not used to it. Nice. All right. Well, can you you see my screen? Um, Yeah. Okay, so first one, let's start off with a two-point question so we can just put it in the chat box. Which NFL quarterback has had the most seasons in history with 40-plus touchdown passes? So, Wes, we use the chat box. I say one, two, three, go, and we put it in. All right, let me let me get in this chat box. Yep. Jake, okay. <laughs> Jake are you just typing away? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm doing something on my computer, so I'm using my phone. Nice. Um, all right. Good one, you guys are. All right. So I can just send this in the group chat? Not yet. Yeah, okay. he'll say uh, one, two, three. I'll throw it in at the same time. Okay. All right. Are, are you guys all ready, though? 
Yep. Yes. All right. One, two, three, and go. Uh, that's Aaron Rodgers, of course. A Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, as he did in uh, Key and Peele. Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, Tom Brady. All answers. Pretty sure it's Aaron. It just happened. <laughs> the uh, just happened a few weeks ago, actually. Oh, so, well, at least Marino was in there, Brady. and so was Brady and Manning. Right. <laughs> so he just broke the good, tie this year. Good guesses. So we were Marino. all on point. And, and Gary was first. <laughs> yes, two points. I'm back in the lead. The uh, next up for two points with Tom Brady winning a playoff game last week. Who is the only other active quarterback in the NFL who has started and won postseason games in both the AFC? And NFC. It's a good question. Well, Philip Rivers is no longer active, and he didn't win a playoff game. He's got more kids than playoff. Oh, wait a minute! I got it. Ooh, wait a minute. Okay, I. All right. I'm good. I had to think about this. I feel like this is a trick too. I'm ready when y'all are. You all just let me know. Give me one sec. No problem. So, again, to the listeners, next up for two points, Tom Brady winning a playoff game last week. Who is the only other active quarterback in the NFL who has started and won postseason games in both the AFC and NFC? All right. I don't think this is right, but I don't think I'm right at all either. All right, Parrot. I'm good. All right. Three, two, one, and go. Uh, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Dak, and Nick Foles. You remember Nick Foles Brees was a good guess. Chargers are not. The Chargers. That's what I was thinking. Nick Foles is a great guess. I, did, I don't know if he played for an AFC team, though. I just felt like it would be a. Alex Smith. Who did he I win forgot. with in the NFC, though? Because I was going to say that, but he didn't win with Washington. San Fran. Mm, yeah, I guess he did, didn't he? I knew he won with Kansas City, but I was like, I all I could think of was Washington. Forgot that he was good with San Francisco. Damn, that was a good JJ one. J.J. Barea. All right, so Ooh. finally, Cody had a good idea a few weeks ago about guessing if players were still in the NBA or not. So I have I like six this. players. Six players here. We'll run through, and you tell me if they're currently on an NBA roster. One correct for each answer. So it's just yes or no um, in, in the chat box. All right. All right. All ready? Yep. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, what was the question again? It cut out. What? What? Uh, 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 no. Uh, JJ Barea, is he on an NBA roster currently? And the rest of these players. So just write yes or no. Okay. All right. Uh, You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Go. Yes, yes. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) You've been paid him out, I think, but I don't think he, uh, I don't think he technically resigned him. Not in the league. Damn it. So Jamal Crawford. Let me know when y'all are ready. 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 Yep. Yep. 
Oops, I already okay. did it. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> All right. All right. Damn it. Man. Damn it. <laughs> somebody. So he was a no. So Parrot got that one, right? <sighs> All right. Next, Pau Gasol. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm go. Ready. Three, two, one, go. Come the only no here. Damn it. Trying to I'm trying to get zero points. Right. <laughs> go. I'm saying no. I wrote yes because you guys all did. But no is my answer. Not in the league. What wow. the fuck? Udonis Aslam. Ready. Ready. Come on. I can't type. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. Yeah, he's I think we all know he's still there. Is he still in Miami or is he somewhere else? Oh, he's in Miami. Still there. Still in the league somehow. Forty years old. All right. Kyle Corver. Ready when y'all are. Uh, Ready. Trying to put in points. Ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay. He's playing for Philly, isn't he? Believe so. Unless we're getting tricked and he just got cut or something. Not in the league. Really? Uh, No way. Jeremy Lin. I can't believe he's not in the league. I thought he was last year. Yeah, I thought he was last year, too. I thought he signed with somebody this year. Uh, ready? Ready. Ready. Mm-hmm. Barrington, one, two, three, go. Okay. A little harder than I anticipated. Unfortunately, Cody's not here to answer those questions. <laughs> He's in the G League, okay, but he's not in the league, so no's correct. Yeah, I had a feeling he was playing, but not. So here's yeah. hoping he makes it back up. I think that's it. All right, Utah Jazz tied with the least amount of losses in the entire NBA at four. This team is built to win it all this year. I'm predicting at least Western Conference Championship, assuming no major injuries, and Steph Curry is carrying the horrible way- <laughs> Warriors with not much more talent than they had last season. I'm a bit behind, so I haven't heard your prediction show, so I'm eager to see where you place the Warriors. I had them squeaking into the playoffs. Well, we didn't go into that that much depth this year. We just gave winners and losers, um, which is definitely going to be tough in the West, So, but so far, so good. Have a good one. See you for wrestling. So, thank you to uh, Jeremy, as always, he provides us with the good stuff uh, for trivia. So, what are do you have the updated standings now? Yeah, so the updated standings are uh, Gary with 12, me with 11, uh, Peapod with six, Parrot with four, Wes Anderson with two, Cody Bryant with one. You're still beating <laughs> Cody Bryant, and you've played in and you've played in one less show than Cody Bryant. <laughs> Amazing. 
All right. So uh, we'll, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. Longer episode. So events on this day. So how this works, Wes, it's been a while since you've had to do it. I'm going to give you an event that happened on this day in sports history. You guys give me the year. And since you are the guest, I will let you either pick first or last. Your choice. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Jimmy Carter announces U.S. boycott of Olympics in Moscow. Oh, boy. Nineteen. Okay, so the Olympics. Does it say which Olympics? Nope. Summer or winter? In Moscow. And Jimmy Carter is your other hint. Nineteen eighty-one. Say seventy-six. Eighty-two. Eighty is the answer. So you are closest, Wes, with eighty. Wasn't Edie and Placid the seventy-eight? Well, he he had well, so he announced it in eighty, right? That they're boycotting, yeah, yeah. So he didn't designate which Olympics, like if it was for the next gotcha. Olympics for the next year. Yeah, so if it was eighty, that's or why I asked if it was winter or winter or summer, because like winters are on even years, right? Hmm. Yeah. They're all on even years. It's just. They go. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. So they go like twenty. Well, except this year, this is going to be different. The Olympics. This is the only year it's going to be not. You know, because they canceled it last year. Um, So it'll be interesting. All right. Uh, Just for Jeremy, Jerry Sloan, Utah coach, passes Larry Brown for fourth on the NBA all-time win list, one thousand and ten, after the Jazz beat the Bulls ninety-five eighty-five at the United Center. Dun, dun, dun. Who's going first? Is it me? Yeah, yeah. if you want. Oh, shit. Uh, 2017. Yeah, I was going to say that, so I'm going to go with 18. I'll go with 16. 2007. Holy Ooh. shit. It's been a while. All right. Um, Wilt Chamberlain makes all 15 of his field goal attempts in a 119-108 win over the Lakers. NBA record. Four consecutive shots made. And he beat the mark twice before the season ended. <laughs> uh, I will guess 1966. I was going to say 1969. <laughs> I was going to guess that too. Because <laughs> he fucked Wilt Fucks. <laughs> <laughs> 1967. Ah. Uh. That was fucking good. I like it. All right. So birthdays on this day. So sorry, Bear, nothing for 1952 to get us to 69. Um, But happy 57th birthday to Ron Harper. Also happy 57th birthday to Ozzie Guillen. Mm. Interesting. Uh, happy birthday to Wes Anderson's cousin, Nick Anderson. Played for the Orlando Magic. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Happy birthday to Jalen Rose. 48. 
48. Damn. That is nuts. And happy birthday to somebody that Parrot mentioned earlier. 32nd birthday, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, 32. God, he feels like he's like 102. <laughs> I do too. So uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for being on the show, as well as Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing Crandall's Quality Landscaping, ConalBarrettDatingTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Steve, we could not get you on the show. Again, Wes, much appreciated for being on the uh, sports yeah. show. Good catching up as always, guys. And keep, we'll, me, uh, keep me in the loop on this uh, 300th episode. Oh, absolutely. And I know we have one more episode to do with you tonight. The, uh, the good old quick, faster wrestling episode would be much faster than this. Um, but, yes, we are going to keep you in mind for the 300th episode. I did look at the date. And since it's a Saturday, believe it or not, it will be July 3rd. Oh, shit. All right. So 4th of July weekend. Yes. So it is a holiday weekend. Sounds dangerous. It's going to get bad. There's going to be a lot more than 300 beers consumed. <laughs> well. I promise you that. We Well, one thing we need to find also is a new venue because our venue is gone. Um, we no longer have the right field office at Mudhen Stadium. So uh we're gonna have to find a place and we will do so got a few places in mind but wes hopefully keep that in mind i went through the calendar 23 weeks away would be the nice fourth of july so uh july 3rd is episode 300 it looks like so uh thank you again being on the show and coming or being on the wrestling show which is the one after this you have been listening to this podcast sucks but you don't check out the book Dating Sucks, But You Don't by Connell Barrett. Going to be pre-released on February 15th on Amazon. Order it then. Be a good parrot and order it on Amazon. We know parrot is. We know you can too. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's night-night time. (laughs) You just woke up. 